Okay, first we'll ask him. Is there anything that you wouldn't shoot if you went to animal? No, we've been hey, we, we've already polled like fucking ten people on this shit. Yeah. And it's it's very no, 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 surprising don't, don't, to me. Don't I just, I'm not gonna say who said what. Yeah, it's yeah. very surprising to me which way everybody's leaning. And why? Very surprising. And why? So, so Jim. So me, you know, you know, honestly, I don't have like a, I don't have like a, I haven't had the desire to go shoot a lot of them. Pull that mic, Jim. A desire to shoot, you, a, you know, pull it to where you want it. A lot it, of the, uh, the real quick. You have an opportunity to kill yeah. an elephant and a giraffe. You have this opportunity. opportunity. Yes. Yeah, shoot. I'll probably take it. <laughs> Fuck. Come on, Drew. The opportunity to shoot him. You have the opportunity, True. both an elephant and a giraffe. No. You're it not going to shoot. It doesn't get me going. Okay. Thank, thank so let's do this. Let's do this. Like, but what, okay, no, no, no. A little elaborate a little more. What? What is it? Something that tells you they shouldn't be killed, or it's just like, what is it? I said, is, is that a fucking chipmunk? Sounds like Pirates of the Caribbean. Was that Mason? Did I hear Mason in it the could background? Have been. I think it was Luke. He's just. I told him I was bored as fuck all the way till I heard the elk bugle. That wasn't as bad as you made it out to be. Oh, it's horrible. It, but it sounds like we we're hunting on the ocean, and all of a sudden we ran into some elk. There was ocean. There was chipmunks. <laughs> fucking fucking Johnny Depp came in. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. Hunting those Roosevelts up in Alaska. That's what it was. Could have been. Could have been in the, in the in like the 1200s. Yeah, when there were pirate ships. <laughs> we're hunting them with. Cannons. It was probably a lot earlier than fucking 1200s. We're hunting them with cannons from the beach. Uh huh. Needless to say, Luke, that one's got to go. We know you're working on another one. Bring back Borat. <laughs> Bring back Borat. I told him. Uh, I gave him a new kind of lead. Um, Step Brothers. Where they're always fucking arguing back and forth. And the yeah. fucking the furry haired guy starts going on about about his new fucking stepmom. What if she sees me when I get out of the shower? And she wants that young stud. You know. Gonna... <laughs> so I was giving him kind of some ideas to go with it. We'll see what they come up with. But Borat, yeah. Borat. We yeah. had Borat for a while, and it was mixed. Like as soon as we took it away, everybody bitched. But everybody bitched why we had it. So you, the critic. There's always the critic. Can't make everybody happy. Talking about yeah. the movie Borat. Yeah, yeah. So my first date with my wife was Borat. Oh shit! You went was to see it? that movie yeah, on your on first, our first date. First date. <laughs> what, did, what did Jen say? Oh my goodness! We laughed our ass off. And then the next time we watched it with somebody else, they're like, "You're you're laughing at that? <laughs> this is just weird." At least if you're both laughing, yeah, we, you have the same I, sense I think of humor. Kind of like. We both had a pretty funny sense of humor. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we, we thought it was funny as hell until we watched it with somebody else, and they were like, what the freak? You guys it's a weird? very particular type of humor in that <laughs> yeah. movie, and you're either for it or you're not. It's like Will, Will Ferrell humor. You either like it or you don't. Oh, it's even, I think, worse than... Yeah. I, I mean, it's darker and dirtier than Will Ferrell, but oh, yeah. it is a very unique set of humor. It's we laughed dark. a lot, so... Mm -hmm. That I'm was like, your first date. That was our first date. Like, first two, three hours together. <laughs> So we laughed, so I think that probably uh, sealed the deal. That's why you're still with her. Yeah. Uh, hmm. yeah. So we're here today. We're going to talk about hunting outside your home state. We're going to talk about it etiquette. Could be, could be hunting in your own state. It could I be guess. in your own state, too, yeah. yes. But generally, for those that have hunted locally their whole life in their home state, and that's kind of what they knew, what they grew up doing with their dad kind of thing, 
and they're ready to venture out a little bit into the into the wide sea of hunting states. Yeah. How to, what to, and a very high level overview. There's a lot of podcasts out there that dive deep into the weeds on application strategy and things like that. This is kind of the dumb version of that. Yeah, high level because, and also what sometimes they do, and they I see it all the time on Rockslide is. They, you know, they'll they'll say a particular unit or a particular spot or a particular region yeah. or zone. And if you can, you can, I mean, you can say zone if it's a big zone, but if it's a pretty, you know, very, very small public land, a lot of private, you start naming zone, you spot burn pretty quick. Yeah. So, yeah, we're also going to talk about hunting spot etiquette, gives and takes and what's involved in that. We already started talking about it and it was interesting because you said you kind of trade spot for spot. I say you could trade too, but maybe you don't trade for a spot maybe it's something else that you do like hey give me your hunt spot yeah. i'm gonna do this for you kind of thing yeah and it's like how like jim and jim's of jim probably knows more spots in idaho than any person in idaho or out of sight of idaho and jim is we've traded spots jim's super knowledgeable so i always ask him and i know a lot of people always ask him so i'm sure he's like yeah tired of getting it's also a business for him yeah yep so jim, one of one of your many businesses Jim yeah. Carr, he's back. He's on a podcast earlier about scouting. He has a scouting service. Do you still have that, correct? Yes, I do. When do you have time to go scouting, Jim? Uh, it's been it's been a little hard this last year, <laughs> but yeah, I try to try to make that you know a lot, a lot during the summer. Um, but you know, this year was probably my worst year, just based on work I had going on. Gotcha. I was telling Jake not too long ago that if we drew, I don't know what we're talking about. Like, we drew something. We're going to have to pay Jim to go take the first look. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, it, we have Drew Turbin on with us also. He's a good friend of mine, and he wanted to pick Ryan's brain about where to put in for points in, in other states and whatnot. And we just decided to turn it into a podcast because I'm sure there's a lot of other people out there that have the, the same questions, the same basic questions. Yeah, thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for coming. And I'm the number one customer for unknown munitions there you go there you go second gun out of here i do appreciate that yes <laughs> it was this i don't know who was the first i don't know <sighs> i should know that right yeah yeah, yeah. i just know but I was, you were I was you second. were number two yeah what was the gun 300 prc it's a f- fucking hammer too yep it's mm. phenomenal the it's only fun. one we made the only yeah. one you made <laughs> uh jim before we go too far you gotta at least tell the listeners about your daughters plural yeah 2023 season with a damn six five psalm i should have never fucking sold you yeah no great <laughs> rifle <laughs> <laughs> and jake loaded some rounds for me uh that load you told me and they right out of the gate it was a quarter inch and you're like oh damn it's on and then i took it out to the uh to the hills to do some long range shooting it was dead nuts at 1500 yards for shot so i'm like okay Cool. <laughs> might be onto something here yeah so uh, yeah no you got to do some killing this year well you got to at least tell what happened All some right. it's like every other fucking day i get a picture <laughs> one more animal videos. down uh, one had, more animal down we, we got at least oh, oh, we're gonna go in and give uh, give luke that when he his daughter shot that elk and just yep. crit, dropped it and he's oh, like yeah. he goes it's down she's like what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> I dumped him. <laughs> oh, you dumped what it is. Yeah, you dumped yeah. him. You dumped him. Just <laughs> she said, is he down? Is I think she asked down? if he was down before the bullet hit. <laughs> and Jim, uh, I'm glad he does, but he gets super excited when his kids shoot something, and he was freaking out, and she didn't know what was going on, so she kept asking him, and Jim just kept saying, you dumped him. You dumped him. <laughs> it's a great video. But yep. she killed that elk, and then your, you had the other daughter kill an elk. Yeah. Then a deer, and then another elk, right? 
Uh, no, another deer. Another deer. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, yeah. So my uh, uh, daughter Charlotte, we I took her up uh, on her uh, first elk hunt. She's ten years old, and I, she can shoot. You know, first time I put her on eight hundred yards on a target, she was right on. So I think they just have a natural eye. And I was I was so we we wind up get on this ridge and glassing across and i seen somebody it was the opening morning and i seen somebody coming like we seen these elk and i it was a it was a small bull and then uh, uh you had uh i was looking for something better mm-hmm. but i noticed that it was like army of people like up on the ridges and up higher and, and i seen some guys kind of walking towards so i'm like oh crap might not have a long not might not have a long morning this morning so and it was pretty much across canyon long range that was the only shot you're gonna get you know in that in this kind of country you know if you don't if you see them and you try to go over to them you're gonna see them again <laughs> and it's so steep that the angle you know you're not gonna you're not to step on them before you see them so the north idaho special yeah and uh you know so anyways um we you know i, I know that rifle's dialed in had a good flat spot to shoot from so that's an important spot you know important thing your angle you know like if you get a kid in a weird angle that you don't know what's gonna happen <laughs> But if you have a good setup, and then I was able to put the video on it, so I could, I was pretty confident in, you know, in her shooting in the, in the conditions was perfect. So, I let her take that long shot. <laughs> Worked out. Yeah. Nice. And then, um, then the next week, took a Annabelle out. Uh, we were kind of with you. Yeah. And uh, um, we went up there, and then first thing in the morning, you know, seen the bull. So, it was a. Uh, uh, I don't think I would think it was eight fifty or so. Yeah, but it was a, a really off shot because it was the where the ridge we were on was so kind of it was kind of flat and you know kind of a, a weird angle to try to get high enough to actually see the bull kind of across down and a little lower, and so when it took us like twenty minutes just to find a spot to shoot from. That was a rough rough place to shoot from. Yeah, yeah, the whole slope was falling away from you. Yeah, that's kind of the wor- you know that's the worst places to try to find because when you lay down, you, you can never, lay, lay yeah, down lay down like, like at an angle like this or like you know the way the angle is you can never. Yeah, and then um, well she wound up getting him, and then uh, should have listened to you and went and got the llamas instead. <laughs> We fell off the freaking cliff. Jim walks up to me and he has his pack on and he you had well over 100 pounds. Yeah. And his daughter had some probably 50, 60 pounds. He goes, I'm going to go out here. And I was like, I would not go out there. <laughs> I said, do you see the bottom? It like drops off to a cliff. And uh, I said, I go get the llamas, take them to camp. And we know they're out out of camp. And Jim's like. Okay, but I'm gonna take him off right here. <laughs> he in reaches me ten minutes later, and he's like, "I fucked up." <laughs> oh man, it was like a you know you get that a wet snow that and it just it was just slick as heck. Yeah. It had been melted a little bit in yeah. the mud, and, and it just kind of almost vertical. And I I had to actually get down the hill a little bit. Annabelle was doing good, but I, she runs she's a big runner, and I I was thinking she's got to break a leg going down this hill with that weight on her back, so. It was a it was a nightmare. And so then we did hit you turn the, around and come back, or did oh, you keep I going? I walked it back up there. The oh, you're all. It was oh, you, you were you committed. Could, you oh. could, you know, once you went down, 100 yards, you were done. Plus, he had 100, 100, probably yeah, 120 pounds on his back. I couldn't oh. even barely stand on your feet. Yeah. And, uh, then we hit the, when we got off that, and we hit the pickup sticks for real, like yeah. like chest high it, for mile and a half it was terrible so yeah you knew that and then at the end like at the literally at the end it is a fucking drop off a drop off with yeah. rocks and then a, a, then get up to the road is a straight up i'm like oh my gosh so we like skirted that ridge for a long you know the 
going down to the creek, and I'm like, oh, we're just going to have to go for the, it. The best part about hunting with Jim is you, you know something's going to happen. In reach from the truck. Anybody got an air pump? <laughs> my, I, my tire came off the rim. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking flat tire. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, and then your daughter, she had another good tag in Idaho. Yep. Another daughter. Yeah. Took her down. Yep. And uh, we, uh, we uh, kind of a short hunt. This this whole season kind of worked out like right in. Pretty much had a very short time with each one of the kids. So, we pretty much had, that was our day to go. And so, we, 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 uh, we wound up getting down there and glassing. Um, I found some buck. We found a, actually, the worst part, we found a really good buck, mm-hmm. like, right off the road. And my daughter, I'm shooting at. And me, I'm like, oh, dude, we're just starting. Oh. And she was pretty upset. And, you know, then I looked at the buck as he was kind of walked off to the side. I'm like, oh, damn, he was a good buck. Mm. And then it started getting pretty tough. You know, it was pretty tough spotting. We spotted one good buck. He was down, like, maybe 2,000 feet elevation down and down in these cliffs. And I'm like, that might be the buck we're going after today, you know. Instead of the one right next to the truck. Yeah. So oh, okay. and it wasn't even as good. So <laughs> Jim has done so many times hunting together. He's like, oh, oh, like, that's too big and easy. Yeah. <laughs> and then so so I was just kicking myself and then I'm like, okay, we're gonna go we're gonna do some more glassing before we go after that. That buck is gonna we're gonna be out tomorrow. <laughs> if we can make it off that cliff. It was like it was cliffs, like uh-huh. on the bottom of the rocks. And he'd bed it down there. So so we 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 started looking and that started figuring out where the deer were kind of hanging out like in the cliffs and stuff they're all like all in the same type spot so i started seeing some and then found a good buck bit it up and she made a i don't know 870 yard shot in his bed yeah and people like talk about these ranges they weren't these weren't where the deer ran these deer were dead yeah the elk were dead yeah they're all good shot yep oh you know one shot and uh he that buck rolled down about 200 yards though (laughs) Very, very shitty spot. Made it easier on you. Yeah. And then we wind up going down. Uh, you know, we got down to the buck and packing up. It was, uh, my daughter had these bigger, because uh, my kids have to share. I have somebody, you know, all the kids. <laughs> I had her sharing some Annabelle's pants. He has a grip and, of kids. They were, saying, how, many, how many kids do you own? I got four daughters. Oh, my God. And uh, so anyway, she had these long pants on and they kept on like dragging in the snow. So I, I, I have the elk on my back. So I bend over and I had to pull the rifle off. Yeah. And I, I set it on the ground right at the bottom. And it was about maybe 1,500 foot climb up. And I, and I undo, you know, I get her, I help her with her pants and everything so it's not dragging on the ground. And so we get to almost to the top. And I go, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Oh, like, oh no. <laughs> I on the bottom. And luckily, for some reason, I had my uh, Onyx tracking on. I don't know uh-huh. why. Because it just it got dark. And so... Luckily, I was able to track and go right to that rifle. You had to hike back down to the bottom in the dark to get the rifle. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. If it was binoculars, it would be like, mm, You know, the whole, know. Ryan, Ryan yeah. the, the circle of Jim is starting to make sense. <laughs> oh, it's a fact. Oh, my goodness. If the whole thing, and not even, Jim will tell you. It's like, Jim, he's got to look around when he gets up. Because <laughs> yeah. every time we'd meet back up, he'd be like, It's fucking yard sale. Fuck, I left my, I, fuck, I left my whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it usually happens in a shooting situation. You get all excited. And, yes. Oh, damn. Where's my rangefinder? Yeah. But Robbie told me a story where you had to walk all, like, miles back in to get a rangefinder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now now with that rangefinder, I probably wouldn't have done it. <laughs> but at that time, I didn't, you know, I didn't shoot. I didn't have no money to buy another one. So I was like, I got to go get it. Jim, real quick, on these long-range shots, you know, 
hunting steep areas, are you shooting off a bipod? Yeah, definitely. Just a standard. What what any specific bipod length wise? Uh, I like to go as short as possible. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what bipod I'm using. My brain you, got the, you got the carbon fiber light one, the Spartan? Yep, Spartan. I'm using yeah. Spartan. We used them on all our hunts this year. Yeah. It's a little hot. They gave me the short ones. Yeah. And uh, uh, and I never got a chance to um, to switch them out. So we had the six to nine. And, and you get shooting prone? Pro, yeah, always. Okay. And uh, um, that's for me, that's the most important thing, having a good rest. Yep. You know, on long range, trying to, trying to do anything with yourself. If, if the rifle ain't doing the work, you know. Either yeah. bipod, you have to be solid. When you get your daughter down in her prone position, when you spot an animal, do you have her dry fire a few times first before she lets uh, one off? Yeah, I make sure they're I make sure they're dialed in. At man, I got lucky. So with my kids, yeah. I've taken a lot of people hunting, uh-huh. brothers, full grown adults that have a hard time getting on animals. Your your mom? Yeah, Good. multiple people. Like there's a lot of people that when they get in that prone position, you know, they they can't find them. My kids, like, they're like on it. Like, I'm on it. Can I shoot? Like, well, how do you get on it that quick? I, I You're like, to, to describe the deer to me. Let's make sure it's the right deer. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty. I, so uh, when they're shooting, I want to make sure they're shooting at the right thing. And, you know, because it, it could, it could turn, in the long range stuff, it could turn into shit yeah. shoot really mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. And so the one of the more important things is me. I want to be have a full picture of where that animal's out on spawning scope. So I'm watching. Yeah. I want to make sure they know where they're shooting. No, so I I've I've take more time on that portion to make sure everything's yeah. right. So if they do make a bad shot, I know where it's hit and where it's. Let me, let me ask you an important question: Are they are they shooting off one of these Mullinator bags right here? <laughs> no, I might need to get one. Feel that, feel that. Oh, that's light, dude. Four fucking ounces. Yeah. So, uh, but your rear bag for me is very important too. Yeah, I mm-hmm. just use. Uh, I kind of just. I've always used. Or review that bag for me real quick. Then what do you think? I think it's that's cool. Stiff, light. Yeah. Stiff, light. Flip them over. Flip them over. That'll the butt the butt will ride down in there oh, yeah. if you want. Get some height. Yep. No, it's solid too. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's important to me to be able to squeeze it and make sure you gotta go be locked in. I don't want the, I don't want them having to do any work with their uh you know, when they get yeah. on. I don't want them to have the like <clears throat> So you lay down behind the rifle and get it all I get it in set. position and set it for them. Yeah. Okay. Um but they but like almost all the except for the uh my daughter with the one in the bed, every single one had moved. Hmm. Like uh, my uh, Charlotte's thirteen hundred shot. That bullet he had moved down to. He kept moving. So mm-hmm. She was just on him the whole time. Mm-hmm. I make him check the bubble level, make sure everything's still good, mm-hmm. so they know to constantly check it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jack's gonna be all over you. Thirteen hundred yard shot. Our buddy Jack. Uh huh. <laughs> my, my. The whole point of bringing this up was, you and me came from the same mindset, and we've talked about this. About we got to shoot fucking big 338s. We got to shoot big 300s. And the whole philosophy of what I'm doing, I know we're off topic a bit, but I think it's important. The whole philosophy for me was bigger is better, faster, you know, more, more boom. But his daughters have almost changed my mind, starting with the six Creedmoor. Yep. They were just whacking them with six Creedmoors, and then they went to a 6.5 PRC, and now a 6.5 saw them all with, almost all with ELDMs, 147 yeah, ELDMs, one, 108 yeah. ELDMs. Except for the ones. Just crushing animals. And, and, and it's always fucking like eight to 1,200 yards. Every time uh, yeah. you find an animal, it's like it's <laughs> yeah. like the, the magic range from where you're glassing from or something. I don't know. But every time it's a far shot. Yeah. My, yeah. I, I don't know. It's the uh, – it, it, one thing about long range is, is like I have a, a – 
another family member that was like, oh, you can't shoot past this distance. And, and I'm like, so you're going to have them shoot offhand or some weird shot at a closer range. It's shoot, I think it's actually harder. It's better when you can have that. If, as long as you know what exactly what you're doing, you know that if you shoot at 300 yards and you're rushed and you're trying to, a kid's trying to hold in a weird angle or try to hold offhand or something, I mean, shoot, mm-hmm. a lot more can happen in that and a lot less controlled. I've, I've had more people lose animals where they have a kind of a rush situation. And then the animal runs off and you have no way it would do which went. You don't know where it hit because you're not actually mm. watching as closely. So I feel that, you know, I don't try to shoot that far, but it just inevitably you see them across the canyon. And, yeah. And I've always been along the logic of like bigger is better when you're shooting at those distance. That's why I bought what I bought mm-hmm. with the 300. But oh, yeah. you guys are kind of proving there's, me wrong. There is nothing bit. wrong with a 300 pure. That is the probably the most well-rounded outside Cartridge. the 6um it's okay there we go <laughs> that we walked into that one <laughs> it was a fine choice of cartridge oh, don't get me wrong if you put they're all great it's just you come down to hit rates and you start looking at six fives and six millimeters now with the bullet designs that are out there it's hard to argue yeah we even have a slow adopter over here mm-hmm. yeah bullets six five psalm is, is probably the smallest for me is it well? His no. son would. His son wants six UM. Just put it. Yes, <laughs> he, he has fallen victim to your persuasion. He, well, he went and shot with us and seen. We were all shooting two twenty threes at the end, and yeah. I am not. I don't. I won't hunt with a two twenty three. I think there is like a lower limit because I don't. I don't want to limit myself to four hundred yards. You'd have to with a two twenty three. All right. Anyways, on topic. Back to topic. topic. We're only twenty three minutes off topic. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, no. You're Hunt spot etiquette. Let's start with that. Okay. So there's been some memes and shit floating around, and basically hunt spot etiquette doesn't really apply to anything else in life but hunting. So you, well, Jim, when you give somebody, a, well, depending on who it is, too, I imagine, uh, if you give a spot to a guy or go to a spot with a guy, what do you expect that guy to do with that information from that point forward? I keep it to himself. <laughs> Yeah, of course, definitely not giving it to other yeah, people. And, and, kind of, and checking with me, you know, to go hunt. Okay. You know, just, I've had a couple of people, you know, like uh, one one area, uh, one guy, he blew that area up so bad because he wanted to be like the hero to all of his friends mm. and acquaintances and mm-hmm. told everybody. And mm-hmm. they, they told everybody and all of a sudden that one spot got blown up with people from all from obviously his state because that's where, that's everybody that was there that's all the fucking license then, plates he, he in the was sending lot. me pictures of guys he's like oh yeah i, I sent him here i'm like and he, he's like and, and he was like uh i'm like but like he was his friend he was like oh he's some guy that i uh that i kind of knew or acquaintance i'm like dude mm. you're screwed to your area you know <laughs> there he's yeah. done yeah <laughs> never gonna happen again <laughs> so if you take so if you take a guy to one of your spots he is only allowed to go back to that spot with you that's the etiquette or, you know, unless you ask permission you know, to go I, back, I believe that's mm-hmm. right. But you're only allowed to go there by yourself, maybe with your son, yeah, not your fucking buddy, yeah. Because then it turns into the thing is, then once they have your buddy goes, then all of a sudden, and your buddy's son, and then his buddy and goes, yes. and then they then they yes. talk to something, then they don't have no, they don't have any skin in the game, so then they tell uh-huh. somebody else, and then I just seen this one spot that was unreal, and I and I actually did it for it. You know, I did it for one guy, and it wind up just growing. Yeah. And that guy screwed his spot up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's kind of like, I mean, with, you know, the friend group that you run in, with my buddies at least, like, if you go shoot a bull, 
nobody's asking where you shot it at because there's a pretty good chance they've been there or they know that spot. And so if you're like, oh, I shot this bull here, you didn't go together. Mm -hmm. And then next year you wind up, you're hunting there, your buddy comes tromping through there and you're looking at him like, Dude, yeah. You just took my spot, right? Yeah. So yeah. we don't even talk about. He ain't spots. even a buddy no more. No, and, yeah. and, and in that light, and so just to kind of <laughs> stay away from that whole issue. I know a guy unless that will, we go that will fucking no disown you if you fuck with his spot. <laughs> Somebody is very sensitive about spots and giving them out, or even mentioning Rightfully a fucking, so. <laughs> even mentioning a city. A fucking the way a mountain looks. If there's a penis mountain, you, that ain't in the video. Mm-hmm. That ain't in the fucking video because somebody's gonna recognize that penis mountain and they're gonna know where the fuck I was. That's 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 one of my good friends oh, over there, Ryan Avery. <laughs> Ryan Avery. Jim, back me up in this. It, the, a spot where Annabelle shot her elk this year. Yeah. There was a particular YouTuber. Yep. So the well, when you, we went down and there was what two two horse trailers at the trailhead. Mm-hmm. The next year, there was how many fucking horse trailers in that trailhead from that video? Like 20. I don't know. Oh, it was in crazy. Shit. Ruined crazy. it from the video he took. He thought, well, and he <clears throat> went extra because he literally, there's a very prominent fucking feature at the trailhead mm-hmm. and he had it in the fucking video. Yeah. Like, so you I fucked it up, Jim. No, it wasn't. That, it definitely it wasn't Jim. It wasn't no. for me, but I scouted that the year before. I seen, I don't know, like 26 uh, six points in one day from glassing in one oh, spot. Oh, shit. I'm like, okay, but then, I mean, since then, that year it kind of shot it out. I mean, it's not, it wasn't totally dead, but it shot it out to the point where I think those people, you know, like, they start to back away because it starts to suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Elk hunting, like, so, like, if you, had, you know, like, if you show a buddy a spot, like, we're saying, like, elk, man, they're not, they don't tolerate pressure. So if you had, like, a pocket and you want to go hunt you hunt it every year and you kind of hunt it and you keep it good but you send a couple groups in there and they know where to go the same spot mm-hmm. I and mean, you might go there a day after him and all the elk are gone mm-hmm. you're like oh shit this spot's done but you know they don't they don't tolerate pressure you know deer you know you have them all spread out but elk man yeah you can you can drop the elk out of a whole entire drainage pretty quick that's like a double-edged sword with yeah. social media now, right? Because I love watching the videos and, like, I mean, you we were talking about before we got on, like, oh, we should, you know, shoot this and do some cool videos. And I mean, mm-hmm. I eat that stuff up, but oh, yeah. on the contrary, guys that go in there and shoot the video, like, you know, there's a prominent guy that has pretty big following, and he's shot a lot of, he's been successful, and he's shot a lot of his films, mm-hmm. and it's like we all know right where he's hunting. Mm-hmm. It's like, dang it, why'd you yeah, do and that? It, and it's not when I was growing up, man. You could you could actually kind of trick people, too, by how you drive or where you drive, but there was no Onyx. There was no mapping software. Mm-hmm. So those motherfuckers get in there now, and you can just drop a pin, and you know exactly oh, where man. you are. Between Google Earth and Onyx, you can figure a lot of shit yeah. out. Yeah, before I do, you know... You know, you know, kind of like a fucking mobster where you put a dude's fucking hood on him and you drive him around in circles for 20 minutes and then you drive it. Yeah. I've actually fucking made a guy fucking blindfold driving up. <laughs> if anybody had done that, I bet you have. <laughs> yeah, dudes, I have seen spot burning so bad from friends, from family. I don't, I don't want to do it nobody else. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm critical. Like we're, we're starting to do these videos and it's like I made Luke totally change something in the bear Because it was a dick mountain. Yeah, I was like, you see that ridge? I was like, they're going to know. They're right gonna where know. we're at. Yep. <laughs> yep. Frank, Good spots are hard to come by, though. I mean. Matt Whaley and Frank, they know dick pics, so they're going to know exactly where that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah, so anyways, don't any fuck other, your any, friend or family other, over. Any other etiquette, though, besides the when the guy takes you to the spot, you only go back with him or you ask permission, that kind of thing? Any other etiquette? I'm almost to the fact where you shouldn't. 
I say it's grain of salt because I went back to I've been back to spots at gyms, but me and Jim have like worked together. Yeah, yeah we're, we're me and you are good. <laughs> yeah, like it's different. It's different. If, if you trade a spot or you pay for a spot, then it kind of right. becomes your spot. Yeah, it's not even that. So it's just I, me and Jim help each other out. It's say you you fucking say okay, I'll take you to my spot, and and I tell the person, all right, we're going to the spot. This is one of my favorite spots. Don't go back without me. And then the next week you go back and that motherfucker's truck's there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that just happens to me so many times. Yeah. yeah, it's I almost won't take people. Oh, I know. <laughs> now, are you? Would would you? I guess classify it as like I mean that whole drainage is your spot or like what's the? How would you have found that on your own? Exactly. I, I'm with yeah. you on that, yeah. but I'm like I mean if a buddy takes me to a spot like. That whole mountain drainage area, I'm not touching it mm-hmm. yeah. unless he's with me or we've talked about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my. I don't know. That's my rules, up Jim. Much different than that. I know that's pretty much my rules. <laughs> yeah. What's next? You're the question, man. I'm the question. This man. has been flipped. What about what about you? You hike in five miles around. You go around the gate. You hike in five miles to the spot before first light. First light comes, your glass and your glass, and all of a sudden, some asshole comes by in a fucking quad. Right past in front of you and just blew the whole fucking area out. How do you feel about those guys? Well, if I can slow them down, we always have a conversation. Yep. And uh, I had a buddy. I think the statue. Let's call it. It's a. It's a. It's a road. It's a road list. What do. You, what do we want to call it? It's a non-motorized road. Yeah, to start. I, I so he's already fucked because he went around the gate. Yeah, I either try to get their license. I try to get their plate. I try to talk to them to tell them how much I appreciate them. <laughs> but I have a buddy, and I'm pretty – all the statute limitations are up on this. But we had a particular spot, and there was these fucking firemen from, firemen from Spokane that would always – they would go around the gate and go up. And I'm pretty sure the statute limitations up on this. He used to roll their four-wheelers off the cliff. I, there's at least three four-wheelers. In this particular drainage. <laughs> I don't know if they got them out or not. I, and I didn't do it, so don't come looking for me. Uh-huh. This I didn't, but this particular man did. And uh, so shit can happen. That's, you yeah, that's, around, you'll that's find pretty out. serious retaliation there. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah, Because he literally, we tried to do the right thing. We called in on him. The fishing game, you know, for, I don't know if there's lack of fucking personnel or they, it's a lot of times they just, I think they want to help. Maybe they don't, but they don't ever show up mm-hmm. or you can show a guy or you can video a guy. Now you can video everything. This dude was here behind this fucking gate. This gate is little, you know, it's off limits mm-hmm. and they, they just do it year after year after year. Mm-hmm. Anyways, my buddy said, well, help them out. They're going to have to have a new payment every year. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how they got two of those out because it'd be impossible to get those out of there yeah so if you do go around the gate there are people out there you fuck around you'll find out Mm -hmm. recently you took me to spot to hunt deer and i brought e-bikes it was me and the wife and the kid and i want the wife to be able to get far in and we passed this well we it's not necessarily going around the gate but there's a bike path or whatever around the gate and there's a sign up that, that goes along to say uh no motorcycles no quads no something else but definitely didn't say anything about e-bikes. Mm-hmm. And we had a guy. We were all the way back in there. We stumbled upon a guy who was in. Fuck, he was in four miles maybe. And didn't say anything at the time. But then we come back out. Basically, as soon as I seen the guy, we turn around and say, sorry, dude, didn't mean to jump in on your spot. We turn around and go back the other way because that was the end of the road. Mm-hmm. Left him alone. We went to a different spot. And he comes walking out later. 
And he made it a point to stop and tell me that e-bikes were not allowed on that road. And you and I both know that it was acceptable because of the land, the type of land that we were on. But the guy said, yeah, I did my research up there after you guys came up there. And I just want to tell you that I've lived on this mountain my whole life and e-bikes are not allowed here. And they were. But the sign didn't say nothing about it. So you still have, you have these. E-bikes are kind of a, a, a great area. It's a hot button, I feel like. Yeah, they, the fish, the, the Forest Service state, you know, whatever state you're in, they need to kind of make... They need to make a decision because mm-hmm. now it's kind of some places they are, some places they're not. They kind of waffle on the decision. To me, the e-bike is a more re- yep, yeah, it's a more respectable form of transportation. So that, that that idea we put into place where you walked in four or five miles and then you hiked mm-hmm. up the side of the hill and you're looking down in this drainage and a dude comes by on a quad. Well, if he comes by on an e-bike, odds are there's not a lot of noise there, mm-hmm. right? Like the point is you're trying to be more covert. You're trying to be more... Uh, favorable to hunting things like that so if a dude blew by an e-bike it almost wouldn't bother me whereas if he blew by a quad obviously it would because he's fucking the motor's blowing out everything in the area and this isn't a i, I read people's comments on rockside a lot like where we live and where we there's a lot of logging roads that mm-hmm. are that are closed to motorized vehicle open to hunting and there's a lot of fucking gray area on what is legal on that road because a lot of it's state land, a lot of it's private timber company land. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's there's some timber companies that they say right in there, no this, this, and this. And sometimes they miss the e-bikes. But to me, if it's illegal, it's illegal. If it's not, it's not. It's an e-bike or even like there's you can't have horses on some state land yep. or some <laughs> private uh, timber companies. Mm-hmm. It's still illegal even though it's non-motorized. It's, it's just follow the rules, I guess. Yeah. But they got to state the rules, obvious, and I don't think they've done that with e-bikes. No, you see the signs that show you have the ATVs and the uh, dirt bikes crossed out, but not the e-bikes. So, yeah, yeah, I, I do hate that whenever you're you hike up way into an area and you know it's closed. And then, yep, I I remember one time in particular. Um, Get that mic close to you, Jim. One time in particular, walking up, it was like a twenty-five hundred foot climb. I dragged my sister. I think she was like fifteen at the time. Dragged her all the way up the top i mean it was like it was a, it was a it was a beast of a hike and it was a, it was a it had a gated road on it and for a while and then you know it, it had it was a trail but it was all closed and said motorized and we get right to the basin and i had i knew there was a bunch of there was a bunch of good bulls in there um i scouted them out and we get right to the basin right at first light all of a sudden two dirt bike guys come flying by oh, yeah. and I, I got right up to the top as i watched her elk just vacated yeah. oh so pissed <laughs> yeah and it's like i don't think you riding e-bikes you're not a lazy person but there's so many fucking lazy hunters and it, you, we think it's bad in north idaho it's way worse like southern idaho it's with the open where there's no timber to block you know road like you go down in the you know we hunt a lot and the fucking people will roll around those fucking little wire gates and they'll be they'll be 20 miles in on some wilderness where yeah. we go yeah yeah it's it's way worse in the open country than it is up here and it's 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 a problem, and I wish it would be harsher. I wish they would seize your fucking motorized vehicle and just take it. Mm-hmm. I think that's about the only way to or stop it. Or push it off a cliff. Yeah. Like I said, wasn't me, allegedly. It was not me, but I know a guy that roll your four off a cliff. He comes to it on a road that closed. How about game camera etiquette? Mm. Game cameras are... I can see the problem in you know down in desert areas where the their animals are concentrated on the water on the guzzlers to me i don't use the cameras a lot but in north idaho or the places that i hunt i hate we talked about this the other day i hate more rules 
But there is a point where you go to a guzzler and there's 50 fucking trail cameras on it. It's getting mm-hmm. a little bit ridiculous and something something probably has to be done because you know that the fucking hunters aren't going to self, what do you call that, self-regulate like uh, regulate. regulate each other. You can't have 50 fucking cameras on a guzzler and fucking think that's okay. Was it Utah that just outlawed the, the cell cameras? Yeah, I think Arizona too, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So See, I'm okay another... with that one though. You cell cameras out, outline the cell cameras because <clears throat> yes. like half of the battle is you know when i put up a camera i'm like man do i really want to hike back in here continuously to check this stinking yeah. thing <laughs> yeah it's like i it's double-edged sword i don't want more rules for anything because yeah. it's a slippery slope you never get that back like we always talk about changing seasons or doing that they never give it back even though you know fuck we weren't supposed to have a federal income tax after a couple of years after world war ii here we are 2023 we're getting fucked up the ass by the federal government <laughs> That's a good point so we they never give back yeah and so i don't want them to take anything but it's kind of like there are no brainers to me, and I say I don't want rules, but you shouldn't be able to hunt with a fucking drone. I mean, I think we can all agree that that probably is going to give you a fucking very un- unfair oh, advantage. Definitely. But like a trail camera, mm, is it yeah. fucking up the animal? Well, I think I as, te- as technology advances, I think there has to be some some amount of further control, though, right? Like no more rules, but drones weren't a thing 25 years ago. Cell cameras weren't a thing 25 years ago. So as as technology improves and progresses, you got to put something there's going to be a goddamn drone that you fucking sit on right so now fuck the roadless areas i'm not even touching the road bitch i'm flying in on my fucking personal helicopter quadcopter fucking thing and i'm gonna buzz right in here and get to my spot and he'll have a weapon system mounted on it and he'll have a little video camera and he'll want to buzz up on him and boom yeah be like fucking black hawk helicopter you point the damn you point your eye at your target and you know and boom laziness is a mother invention last year we went up to a spot up north, <clears throat> we I rode gay on his four wheeler. I was riding on the back of four wheeler. That's why you bought one. I'm trying, I'm trying to get, paint the picture so he remembers. And you dropped me off, and then you had to go. Yeah, I was walking closed. The road we were on was open. Jim dropped me off, and there's like three roads above which were closed. Yeah. And I go up there, and there's a dude. Remember Wally? We brought up Wally. Yeah, on the little. The <laughs> there's a dude buzzed in, and he. He was max his own just him was maxing out that four wheeler to the max. Oh shit! It was riding heavy. You've seen those fat fucks in the oh, fucking dude. supermarket with the oh. saddle bags hanging out. Yeah, this guy could not get off that quad more than five yards to get an animal out. Wow! And I said, I said, you know, this is fucking closed. And he's like, yeah, but I just couldn't get up here. <laughs> just look at me, Ryan. And I said, dude, I, I'm not exactly a set of car keys here. Uh-huh. I'm definitely not this dude. Yeah. I mean, this dude would fucking crush this table. He was a, <laughs> I bet you he was 450. I said. He'd leave a footprint well, in dried cement. I, I think I told you this. I said, yes, yes. He'd crack it. I said, how are you, what's your plan? An animal runs out 200 yards. You're not going to be able to, the dude could physically not walk 200 yards yep. up a hill. And he's like, well, I really never thought about that. That's because some hunters don't actually want to shoot anything. This dude was not, like he was breathing hard. Like, I thought he was going to suck me into his gravitational pull just talking to him. And what the fuck was he going to do? And not to mention he's breaking the law. And I didn't want to be it. I'm usually a total dick to fucking people that are actually, you know, can fight back. I I mean, I just pushed this dude over and he'd never get out of there. (laughs) So he'd be like fucking turtle on his back. So I was like, I said, I'm not. I said, you're not supposed to be up here. I took a picture of his plate. And again, I send it. I fucking send it to the fishing game. Mm. I'm sure nothing happened. Yeah. But. But yeah, you get up there and you look at him. You're like, "What is your fucking plan here?" 
Dude, he could. What were you going to do if you shot something? Yeah, he had. He fucking had coveralls. <laughs> Brown. <laughs> fucking Carhartt's like holding on for dear life. Yeah. And there's, there's no. So not to mention he's breaking the law. The dude physically couldn't. He could not get a deer unless it died right next to the quad. I don't even know if he could get to the fucking thing of his 20 feet up the hill. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's like more than just breaking the law. But I thought mm-hmm. that was interesting. I think you made a good I, point, though, on like once you make the law, you don't get it back yeah. kind of thinking. But I can't remember who the guy was that you had on your last podcast. But it, it probably has got to fall under the category of fair chase, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Or just policing yourself. Fair like, chase is just certain... another word for common sense. So if you know that it takes you 30 minutes to get your fat ass on the quad, don't go riding somewhere expecting to shoot something 200 yards away down a fucking mountain or up a mountain. Because <laughs> yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. While you're breaking the law. While it's, you're breaking yeah. the law. Yeah. yeah the one thing about, you know, those gated roads, like a lot of them lead to some good spots, you know, like clear cuts or whatever. And and once you drive a four through there, you kind of, I mean, pretty much blow everything out of there. Yeah. Pretty much screw your whole day up. Just having a four wheeler in there. Yeah. I mean, every deer that whole mountain. Yeah. I've watched people on four wheelers from afar on top, and I just watch. You know, you watch the animals kind of just carry into the timber. You know, they're not just going to hang out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. All right. So the other part of this was was talking about where to build points, where to hunt over the counter, where to hunt out of your local state. Of course, we're in Idaho here, so mm-hmm. it'll be kind of our perspective, but. Let's talk about let's talk about where Ryan puts in the exact <laughs> units that he loves to put in for and all that good stuff. I put in for every every state in <clears throat> this is an unpopular opinion with some, but I can kind of tell you on the other side. I wish every state was like Idaho. I wish every state was random. Idaho and New Mexico, I think, have it right. Random. I'm in another particular state. Twenty six years. This maybe twenty seven. I don't know the exact number of points I'm going to have this year. I still, for what I want to draw, I'm still probably three to four years from drawing. I need, talking to the people that are smarter than me about it, I need like two to 3,000 people to draw or die. <laughs> Sounds wow. terrible. And you well, know, let's talk about is. point creep, which we're going to yeah, talk about too. That yeah. is a point creep. But anyways, to go back to it, it's simple for me, and I people argue on Rockside all the time, is I would rather do a random every freaking year than acquire points. Mm-hmm. Which state is it that's half of it is random or well, there's a percentage you or uh, wyoming's what 25 percent's random it's pretty hard to get a random tag there doesn't yeah. arizona have something like that as well yeah, they have they they have some random yeah you know you can get a random tag you so you can draw it on your first choice it's just pretty well. which seems more i guess you know guy that doesn't have as many points as you but mm-hmm. i'm still trying to you know get in the game so there's some let's just start with talking about wyoming then so wyoming is a point state we, I would rather be able to drive to any one of the hunts that I was to do, even if it was New Mexico. I could still drive to New Mexico. I would drive. Right? Yeah. Driving, driving to me is kind of a uh, – because I haven't been hunting very long. I haven't been putting in for points very long. i got five years. So when that started, I picked – you know, I only picked Wyoming and Montana. I'll still put it in New Mexico, and I'll put it for the random in Wyoming besides buying the points. But driving to where you're going to hunt, because then what if you need to scout? Mm-hmm. Or we just, you know, we hire Jim, have him go scout somewhere. But, you know, a lot of times you you may not have the time. It may just be too fucking far. Whatever the situation is, you it's terrible to show up to a place having only e scouted. Yes, because nothing always nothing looks the same. Nope. You get a, you get a good idea, but it never looks the same. We'll so start, Wyoming, we'll start with driving to your shit. I would always prefer. I even drove to Texas. Yep. 
to just so I, it's easier for everything getting your meat. Bring back. an animal back. Bring, you have all the stuff you need. Yeah. Every time I fl- I've only flown somewhere a couple times, and it's always like, well, I forgot this, or I need this, or I didn't think about this. Do I have my truck? Chances are I have what I need. Mm-hmm. But Wyoming is a very interesting state because they keep on they keep on kind of uh, making making the points more critical because they keep on threatening this 90-10 rule. Yep. So they keep on, they already did it with the what, sheep, sheep, moose, and goat? Yeah. So they kind of hyped up the points because I burned all mine because I thought that they were going to go to a 90-10 and literally in that year. Well, what is a 90-10? Start off by telling me. I don't know what that is. 90% go to, of the hunts go to the residents, 10% go to oh, the out-of-staters. What is the current status? I'm not for sure, Jim. Do you know? 25. 75-25, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, Wyoming, though, like, so I'm uh, with Ryan 100% on the random. I think maybe 20 years ago the uh, the points was okay, but you, there's so many people getting the honey now. You're gonna be everybody's gonna be chasing. You just know one thing: you're not gonna draw. I'd I'd rather know you have a chance to draw. If like you put in for 10 states, dude, you might draw, mm-hmm. but you know, like it sucks to know I ain't drawing that tag and I ain't drawing that. You know, yeah. when I'm 60, I'll draw that tag. I mean, that's well, nice. <laughs> what's what's the point of say Mason putting in for points right now? I'm freaking be 80 before he draws points that are worth it. And that's why I didn't choose. It. Fuck it. So Arizona and Arizona and Utah were out for me. Colorado, I probably could have been doing, but decided not to just because I'm trying to keep things. Because we always get Idaho tags, whether it's over the counter or or a special drawing, right? So you always know you're going to do something local. And why? So we're looking at the screen right now. So it's it's 25 percent of the out of state tags for Wyoming are kept random, which is nice. So just mm-hmm. like Idaho. It is still random. Now, it's a quarter of – if there were only four tags available total, that means one of those tags would go to random. The mm-hmm. other three would go to a points holder. So you still have a chance. They take your money up front and then give it back to you later. That kind of sucks mm-hmm. for, for certain people wanting to lay out 1200 bucks or whatever it is for that, that special elk. So then they have the other thing, right? What is it called, Ryan, where you can pay a little bit more and have this a better chance? Special tag. It's just a special. So if you mm-hmm. go in and you're putting in some for some of your points in Wyoming, they give you an option to pay a little bit more and have a better chance, almost like another point. It's a yeah. different and, and percentage. I, I actually did a special in Wyoming last year for that bull because I was right on the cusp, and they, they kept threatening, so mm-hmm. people started burning points. Mm-hmm. So something that would usually take me five regular tag took me six with a special. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Wyoming points, so there was a unit that, that, I've, that I've scouted. A, oh, shoot, it's been like... I, it, I've scouted it quite a bit in the past, and I was seeing some really good bulls, just awesome bulls. And so I know what unit I want to draw. Mm-hmm. I've, I was, I don't know. I think I'm at like 14 points now. In Wyoming? Yeah. Oh shit. So but I've no been chasing land. this unit. You can't I, get this I, unit you want with 14 for, points? No, I've been chasing it. I was one point behind since seven, so I have not caught it in seven years. Yep. <laughs> so the point creep has swallowed I, I've you. I've just always stayed behind. I've put a special, stay behind. How everybody. long are you going to ride that train? I don't know. When I, you know, I might just swap, swap off and and go into one of the wilderness areas and make yeah. sure I can get somebody to go with me. You know, uh, a resident to go with me or something. Because yeah, like I, you know, I have I want to. I one thing I was going to say about country. You know, like watch when, that mic, Jim. Sorry. One thing I was going to say about what people should pick when they're looking at out of state. I think you should look at the terrain you want to hunt and the type of country you want to hunt first because, you know, you want to be able to uh, just don't pick a unit based on, like, statistics or, or yeah. you know, or what you can draw. But, like, if you're set up for a certain type of hunt and you like something, you should. If you're a fucking specimen and you can hike, you will be afforded a lot better areas. Like, 
I mean, I think you should, you know, invest some time to look at, you know, look at terrain and pick something that suits your style of hunting rather than just go pick a unit. Because, you know, if you're good at something and you go pick something that, you know, like for me, I like to hunt big country that I can see a long ways, you know, I, and there might be a unit that has as good bulls, but it's just a whole bunch of timber. And, you know, it's kind of, for me, it's almost like you're going to be luck, randomly lucky, you know to find mm-hmm. the right bull you know you can't you can't manufacture those bulls because you know they might be all timbered up or whatever mm-hmm. so i think you know looking at the terrain that you know you can hunt effectively that would be one of the things looking at as a non-resident okay i want to go hunt this area but i mean this state but let's pick the spots in the state first that you would actually want to hunt for fun you know mm-hmm. what would be fun for you to hunt or what yeah. would be effective not, not ryan's fucking death hike 10 miles in that required you know, nine so, goats to get the oh, job done jim is even worse so you know so that and then so i pick spots you know like okay i know if i draw that kind of unit i know i'm going to be successful so that's where i kind of stick you know mm-hmm. while i mean i kind of pick the spots that i you know there's spots you can kill a big bull but you mm-hmm. can also not kill anything if they don't if they don't you know yeah if, if they don't uh what do you call it just cooperate <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's kind of this year i had we knew there's elk there we went in but we thought oh the later it gets the more bulls will filter in here it's kind of winter area well, it warmed up considerably, and more bulls did filter in, just not as many or as big as we were predicting. So it's a catch-22. Mm-hmm. And I'm six years in, you know, like, I'm not – you're like – like here with Jake's like, why don't you just shoot one of those three – 300 bulls 310 bulls it was 320 bulls you were passing uh, don't there fudge may it have been, there may don't have been. fudge it i was like well man i i don't want to burn i don't want to waste those points knowing that we could possibly and you could get burned and not get anything you could you know it's kind of like where we were at in montana it's like how far do you want to pack that bitch if it's 300 Did Jim go bull? with you on that hunt no no oh, okay no. i was like that's why you shot such a big bull so wyoming no. so <laughs> wyoming for kids you can put in once they're 12 so i've been buying for mason since he's been 12 montana believe it or not you can buy when they're a fucking infant so from the time that your kid is born in montana you can be accruing points you'd I have to get on it which you should be yeah and you can also use tag systems and i'm not going to say which one's better but they will <clears throat> do they will actually put your kids in for free if you're putting in no that's a good so it's just basically somebody doing all the work for you yep which if you want to have the most opportunity possible they'll you know they'll do all the states once they figure out what you're looking for i should have probably did that when you told me to do it five years ago but yeah because you start then because like i said it's i started in this particular state where i have all the points because i hate saying it because i don't want more people putting in but well they can't catch you (laughs) well there's people they they can't get you now catch me there's enough people already i don't want them to this is the shit I'm talking about. Superstitious. Like uh, I, I love hate, it. Yeah. I hate talking Anyways, about units. Well, there those kids. The ch- something has to change in these big point states. Yeah. Well, we we know what two of them: Utah and Arizona, are the two that I know of, and I'm retarded. Yep. So Nevada yep. too. Nevada. You can't start now Nevada. and win big in Arizona Nevada. or Nevada or California. Yeah. Or Utah. You can't start now and expect to get that fucking sheep tag in your lifetime. It, that's exactly what I was going to say. The you sheep can't. obsession. Going yeah. to the next topic. Yeah, I'm so one yeah. of those guys. I I want to kill I don't a get sheep. it. I want to do the slam, the whole thing. Why? There's no chance. Why? Uh, Why? Unless you have deep pockets. Yeah. Or especially a lot of luck. you fucking ca- the, the desert and the stone. Oh, you can buy it. Exactly. You. you can buy it. You oh, can you buy can it. definitely buy That's it. That's the yes. deep pockets kind of thing. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't have. I, that. Have I don't think a lot of people do. No, no <laughs> interest in sheep except for one. And that's I want to shoot all the species in Idaho. So I want to shoot a bighorn. That's cool though to me. That's a, yeah. that's like like your dumbass draft shit. 
Yeah, I want to shoot a giraffe too. Wanting to kill all the animals in your home state that you're born in. To me, that's yeah. cool. That's not. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. So that's the only thing I got. I don't have any love. I don't have any love for the Wild Sheep Foundation. I have, so I'm not a big sheep guy, Jim. You a sheep guy? Uh, not really. The adventure kind of gets. Yeah, me like, I mean, excited. I want to kill like Ryan said. I want to kill a. a I want to kill a bighorn, Rocky Mountain bighorn in Idaho for sure. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, uh, one of these days, I wouldn't mind killing a doll sheep just because they look cool. Mm. Big old white sheep, yeah. Yeah. yeah, flying in the hike. That's that what kind of hunting in. Everybody yeah. has their own. I think that's thing. kind of the, the real, the only draw that I would think of is the difficulty of it because they're fucking, they're living where it's tough to get to. Mm. You know, they're just tough creatures. And now you hear guys getting helicoptered on top, and oh, I don't know, kind of personal yeah. quadcopter. Yeah. I'm fucking <laughs> telling you, dude. I feel like a lot of, a lot of like Alaska, a lot of the you know successful people, people there have access to planes or helicopters and they get pretty much scouted from the air honestly yeah and then they go kill you know so it's you know you got to have the right stuff to yeah. yeah well scouting them from the air while you're not hunting is technically i don't think it's illegal no it's not illegal i mean just you know yeah. where to go yeah <laughs> without that you're kind of going a needle in a haystack yeah like I was, I was talking to a dude that's a big bush pilot and he's like you know all these big moose, and I'm not poo-pooing on any of this. He did this something he told me. Is when you're flying around, and he goes, "You're doing commercial flights. You're flying people around. It ain't hard to see a big moose." No, he's like a big fucking four by eight sheet of plywood standing out there. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's it's not a difficult thing. Dark as hell too around. compared to the yeah. you know. Yeah, he's a big white bone. He said, "You you can find those fucking moose pretty easy." Yeah, so it would be a good advantage. I don't know. I don't. I don't have any. Like I always said, I didn't want to go to Africa, but we have kind of a deal worked out. We're gonna. That brings us into our next topic: international destinations. Where are we going? Well, I'm gonna mess it up, but he said red sand safaris. Red sand safaris, South yeah. Africa. I'm gonna shoot a draft of the six um. <laughs> three thousand. Hey, three thousand pound, big old ugly fucking giraffe. What would I, be the I hardest don't thing to shoot over there, like Cape Buffalo. The hardest thing? Yeah, dude. A- like the toughest. So so Cape we convinced him to allow Blaine to come. So it's been Blaine's bucket list to kill oh, a Cape Buffalo. Yeah. So we're doing this whole thing with marketing with Red Sand Safari's going over there killing some stuff. And uh, Blaine is going to pay to kill a Cape Buffalo. And we'll have it all on film for all the marketing shit. But is he going to do it with the six UM? No, no definitely four, not. Four, what do you say? If the lot, the four fifty eight, four fifty eight lot. No, four fifty eight lot is what the PH carries. He's got a 416 Remington. Remington. Yeah. Yeah, 416 Remington. I mean, if he was a man, he'd do it. That's what I was thinking. Apparently, it's illegal. Yeah. I think the coolest thing to kill over there is a warthog. I'm looking forward to it. Can't see it. I'm going to wrestle Pumbaa to the ground. (laughs) Well, I'll video that. Then then I'm going to... Not even gonna rifle it. To see Jake get yarded across the freaking safari. The as long as I don't planes. get jabbed with the fucking. All you gotta do is control the horns. Control the fucking. Yeah, no problem. They're not even horns. They're teeth. Control yeah. the teeth. Wrestle them down and. Jake's gonna get raped. Pumbaa. Oh, I just <laughs> want to. These are no joke, dude. Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. 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 Anyways, don't forget Timon. I'll just gonna go. The, uh, Hakuna Matata, bitch. <laughs> oh, dude, I already got. I I'm gonna. He said it's 3,000 pounds, and at first he was against it. Then he texted us later. He said, fuck it, I'm going to find an old-ass No, He said he has two bulls that need to be called. Yeah, at least I'm I gonna, think that's what he said. Yeah, I'm going to find a – he goes, I have a few. You can bring that 6UM over oh and try to goodness. shoot one. 3,000-pound 
That's a good test. I want to shoot at Elon too. Two thousand pounds. This is actually a perfect opportunity. So me, me and Ryan been having this argument about the whole giraffe oh, thing, yeah, right? Man. So let's just bring let's just bring it because people can comment, right? So yeah. something in me, something in my in my soul, tells me that there are certain type of majestic animals or intelligent animals that are not predators that I feel like I wouldn't want to shoot. A giraffe is one. Uh. An elephant is most definitely an elephant may be very high on the list of what I would not want to shoot, but there is this list of animals: elephant, giraffe, probably rhinoceros, zebra. I don't know what it is about these, but I wouldn't shoot them. And then Ryan is the fucking opposite serial killer. <laughs> he will murder everything, including a bunny. Well, yeah, that here's yeah. The, here's the thing is okay. First, we'll ask him. Is there anything that you wouldn't shoot if you went to Africa? No, we've been hey, we, we've already pulled like fucking ten people on this shit. Yeah, and it's it's very no, 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 surprising don't, don't, to me. Don't I just, I'm not gonna say who said what. Yeah, it's yeah. very surprising to me which way everybody's leaning and why. Very surprising and why. So, so Jim, so me, you know, you know, honestly, I don't have like a, I don't have like a I haven't had the desire to go shoot a lot of them. Pull that mic, Jim. A desire to shoot, you, you know, pull it to where you want it. A lot of the, uh, the real quick, you have an opportunity to kill yeah. an elephant and a giraffe. You have this opportunity. opportunity. Yes. Yeah, shoot. I'll probably take it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Come on, Drew. The opportunity to shoot him. You have the opportunity, True. both an elephant and a giraffe. No. You're not going to shoot. It doesn't get me going. Okay. Thank you. So let's do this. Let's do this. Like, but what, okay, more. no, no. A little elaborate a little more. What? What is it? Something that tells you they shouldn't be killed, or it's just. Like what is it? Why you say no? For me, it's like the uh, the chase thing. Like from my perception, Grant, I've never gone over there and hunted them. But like what it looks like from the outside looking in is like you just kind of drive around on those little bush Humvee things. Well, it's going to be like like that. It's going to be like that with all the animals. Exactly, and that's why all of them aren't really like I don't have a desire to go do that. Yeah, would you if shoot a giraffe if they? Say they're giving this to you for free. Would you shoot a giraffe? I'd have to think about it more. So here's my thing on it. I mean, I think they look cool. If that's what you're asking me, hell yeah, they look cool. The one mount that one of our mutual friends has. I mean, it's a sweet looking mount, but I don't know. It just doesn't doesn't get me going. I have no interest in like even doing a mount on a giraffe. It's here's the thing. You're not even gonna get it mounted. No, I'm just gonna get the skull. Something why, to remember. Why the hell would I get a that? What the fuck am I gonna put that? I'll put in it the here. corner. It's cool. Yeah. Big long neck. The, They're uh, cool mounts. <laughs> so all this meat goes to the villages. He's gonna shoot a two hundred pound warthog, <laughs> and I'm gonna shoot a three thousand pound giraffe. Who's gonna feed more people? For sure. Simple math. <laughs> That's not why you're doing it, though. Oh no, I'm serial killer. He's like, would you shoot a dolphin? I'd club a dumb dolphin. If if they said if they said giraffe meat tastes like shit, we're just shooting it because it needs to be cold. You're still doing it, whether it fed somebody or not. So yeah, don't don't but, don't use that as a fucking but, reason why. But there's an add-on to where it does doesn't all the the meat over there. It doesn't the count. It doesn't it count as an counts. add-on, but it doesn't count if you would do it either way. I would because feeding the village way, or not, you're killing the motherfucker. Yeah, I don't. The only thing I have trouble, I don't told you this is because he's asking. He was asking me if only thing that I have outside of predators you can't eat is where I have trouble. Yeah, like I'll kill all the predators because they're my enemy. So I'll smoke a wolf. 
This goes back to this. Would you guys shoot Bigfoot if you saw him when you were walking around? Fuck. Bigfoot's not a predator. Yeah, I drew Bigfoot. Well, fucking Bigfoot is a predator. How do you know? Motherfucker, How rip do you your know? goddamn arm off, dude. He could be an herbivore. <laughs> he could. He could be. He's probably an omnivore, just like everybody else. You'd be pretty famous. You'd be the would you, yeah. You'd be pretty would, cool. Would you shoot him? Yeah. That's okay. Him. I'd shoot him with a six um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're kind of you're losing here. Okay. Would you if you were? I'm not losing, you, bitch. It was fifty fifty. Would you hunt whales? Dolphin, dolphin. Okay, let's call it fish and dolphin, right? So a fucking dolphin. There's a dolphin hunt. Limited fucking entry. You got to pay hundred thousand dollars. Somebody offers to you for you gonna go kill a dolphin. Yeah, I can eat it. <laughs> you need dolphins. It's probably it, it. A dolphin is more intelligent than a human being. Not when I club him. <laughs> and then Ryan goes, "Can he make it AR? Can he make an AR?" <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't know. There, so so intelligence. The word majestic is what keeps coming up for me. Well, yeah, and I putting this out there. I'm not. He's like, well, you're not a good role model. Well, I guess I'm elk are majestic fucking, too, I'm right? Not your yeah, fucking role elk are majestic 100%. too. Yeah. But then you have the fair chase part. Dude, I don't know. Elk are one of the most beautiful animals in the world. Yeah, far superior than mule deer. Ugly sons. Of there bitches. is a part of me which, obviously, the safari thing. It's going to people actually eating it. But like for me, you said whale. Like I don't know. It's, we can eat other things. Mm-hmm. Like there is a part like I know people that would like go hunting and they don't like you're one eating, of those beyond meat guys huh? eating that beyond meat. Yeah. <laughs> he is not. You're He's giving those... you shit because you're kind of on my side. You, do you have a Subaru? No. Nope. <laughs> off Subaru. <laughs> so Jake, I told Jake he's gonna walk in with Birkenstocks and fucking go buy a Subaru. Fucking you know that ain't the fucking case because you see me kill shit. So it's not. Well, you brought the meat sticks in, so I, I appreciate dude, that. Yeah, yeah those least, are it, good. Yeah. Yeah, and then like Forum said, he didn't want to shoot anything that remembers they're dead. So that was an that interesting was an perspective. Interesting, interesting perspective. In, intelligence is one perspective. Remembering you're dead is another perspective. If it's gonna get eight, I'm all about. What if it lives longer than a human? Which I agree. That's a perspective. I agree with that. Longer, like a crocodile or alligator or elephant. Turtle. Elephant. Yeah, yeah. Somebody brought up turtle. I'm like, dude, turtle is the most chewy fucking meat on the planet. What are you gonna? You want to do it because you could hang the shell up? Like what is? It would be cool to shoot a gator, though. A gator, yeah, right, yeah. Well, yeah. I just don't think there's a lot of sport. In well, gator, a gator's a predator, and there's a <laughs> there's you know there's an overabundance of yeah. alligators and crocodiles. Yeah. yeah, and turtles are not exactly a wiry, wiry foe. Fuck, this yeah. thing got way off the. Yeah. Fucking okay. Next rails question. Here. Now everybody thinks I'm a serial killer. Uh, okay, we did. We so we touched on point creep a little bit, and I think that point creep the words are tossed around a lot, but for the layman, for the beginner. From my perspective, point creep means you're just late to the fucking game and it will be impossible to catch up. Yep, pretty much. Uh, yes. Wyoming we, was pretty much year one if you want to draw some of the tags and yeah. you can't never catch that. You know. Now these are the these are the the best tags that we're talking about. The well, ones that every single person wants to use their points for. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be hard to get those tags. Even the mediocre mediocre yeah. tags have got pretty hard. I'm in half my life into this state. Yeah. If this would have been Idaho, chances are, and I don't remember, we had a guy on Rockslide do the, the statistician. He did the, I think that's the statistician, the word? Mm-hmm. Statistician. Statistician. Anyway, he did the math, and basically, if you put in for a state, I don't, I'm going to jack all this up, but I would have drawn three times. During the time you've been During the time I've been putting points. in yeah. more than half my life. For one fucking time, for one fucking time. The way Jim explained it, like basically from year seven to year 14, he was behind. 
Yep. And it, and base and with those numbers, unless everybody uses their points or dies, it's going to continue down that path, right? Yeah. So, like in your situation, Ryan, I imagine that every year that you're waiting, it's not getting better. No, it's they're, it's getting one point away almost every year. So, I, what most people end up doing is Jim just talked about it. They take a less what is conceived to be a lesser tag. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And that's what I I didn't do that. I just luckily had met a guy or knew a guy from Rockslide that had a good insight on a particular place. And I just said, well, I'm going to jump off of these points right now. Mm-hmm. Jim, Jim, has, he's been in with me before. He's got out. He's stayed with me sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So if we're, t- if we're saying the Wyoming is already fucked for the good spots, what is enticing a guy to still put in and pay for points every year then? Well, hopefully, I mean, I think the guy hopes there's a drop off, which I don't see in the foreseeable future, especially if they do the 90, the 90 10, 10. You're absolutely yeah. fucked. That's going to push those points three to five more years out. Mm-hmm. You're just going to have to be behind. A tag. You're going to have to take a lesser yeah, tag. You, well, that's the strategy, right? Don't hold out for the one fucking tag that you wanted, put in for lesser stuff, actually get some yeah. hunting in. So putting in for those points is, is look at it as an over the counter tag. It takes you a few years to get each time, and you just, yeah. it's a little bit better than over the counter. I like the philosophy of burning them more often and, and yeah. taking a, a wild shot you know on a tag because jim and me are in nowhere we're in no man's land yeah exactly and he's in Wyoming. he's nowhere where i'm at in the other states nowhere yeah no man's land yes yeah, so. yeah. yeah i think on a lot of the areas i would take an area maybe you can hunt every three or four years you know there which in wyoming probably be the general tag mm-hmm. you know in colorado there's there's plenty of tags montana can, too it's every yeah, two years now with a, the general decent tags and maybe you can learn the area rather than trying to get that one area that yeah you want you know they're you know colorado out of all of them because they have more animals i think they have you have a better chance to get a decent tag just mm-hmm. because there's so many tags available so you would say someone who isn't participating or hasn't been participating in the the points for wyoming or really any of the states right now you're kind of SOL. Uh, no, no, also, like Colorado gives you a chance. He's saying lower your standards. You got to have That's a, what I mean. lower you start your going standards. For that one to three, because you know, like you're. I don't think you're able to ever catch the like the units that I started to want to go after. Like, I'm still like in, even in Colorado, that point creep for yeah. one particular deer area keeps on pushing out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so you're gonna have to go get that. You know, look for those areas that have enough tags that. They're routinely every three to four years you're getting mm-hmm. a tag yeah. or one. You know, like yep. so you're going. It's still a good. You pick a good area. There's still good areas, but you're not. You know, you can't go for gold all the time. Yeah, it's area and go for gold. You ain't getting catch. That's the article. Go to Rockslide and it's unraveling the mystery of Point Creep. Really good article. Really good article. But but Point Creep for the layman, for the general beginner guy, is that you're fucked. You're behind the. You're behind the peak. You're behind your peak for those on a moving units. wave. A moving fucking yep. wave you will never catch up to. Nope. Unless you want to take that lesser, perceive lesser tags. Some people no. shoot some giant animals on these lesser tags. No. You could also go with an outfitter who's allotted tags for a certain area and, you know, pay for the, basically pay for the hunt rather yep. than wait to draw it. That's a, that's a way to get in if you got money. Yep. So we put in, so I put in for Wyoming and then moving over to Montana. So Montana, there's two different point system. There's a preference point system and a bonus, bonus point, point system. Very confusing to people. It is. And it was confusing as hell for, it took several years just to grasp what was happening, but to, to make it, to, to make it for the layman, for the beginner, preference points are used to get an over the counter tag. Yep. Bonus points are what everybody else basically does. You're, you're building bonus points to get that really special tag. 
buy your preference point. If you buy a preference point or you would have bought one this year, next year you're more than likely to draw because you can buy a second preference point before you apply. So you would have went in with two points. Now you can get it with zero or one. You can still draw, but odds are you're guaranteed to get it with two points. That may go up to three points next year. You never know. Again, yep. the, again, the point creep. Good explanation. That's yeah. Again, I would rather have Idaho's way. I wish mm-hmm. there's a way. Even though I have all these points, and I have all I have points in other states too. I wish there's a way to bleed those points off, and we all just go to a random. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think isn't that kind of what everybody's maybe you get so many. About? What oh, about the guys? Fu- that- well, the guy. Everybody has the points. They're like, fuck no! I've been putting in for yeah. thirty years or ten years. Yeah. But if if they want their kids to be able to go hunting you know because every year there's more otc over the counter tags are disappearing mm-hmm. yeah, arizona yep. other places and it's probably i could see it coming here one of these days you know oh and look at fucking what colorado just did they fucked themselves and every sportsman in that state every yep. rancher in that state every stockman in that state by releasing a freaking apex predator so that state's going to start to dwindle just like idaho montana and wyoming have yeah if you were under a rock and you didn't hear they just released wolves in colorado is that why ryan was in colorado yes yeah i was, the, I was standing next to that? the governor <laughs> <laughs> did you see the picture when they're doing the when they're releasing the wolves too they all look fucking pissed off except for the governor yeah little bitch no. do do the states not talk like does it did anybody you know, not place a phone call to idaho and or, say hey oh, what's know. going on in your guys' state with there's these too many states. subaru drivers yep. yeah there they is. don't give a crap <laughs> fucking colorado used to be a great state and then all the fucking locusts showed up and fucking flipped yeah. it yeah washington and oregon is coming they got those fucking wolves from oregon yeah sad because why why because the states that actually had them that have seasons said fuck no we're not giving you wolves nope we didn't keep talking about international destinations. Where other than uh, the typical South African safari hunt that people do? Where else? Oh, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. New Zealand. Uh, all the, the Tajikistan for the sheep. Uh, I've never done that, obviously. I've never killed a sheep. Um, well, you're talking about Croatia for brown bears. Croatia brown bears. You can hunt brown bears on bait at night in Croatia. I'm the worst person because I, I think I don't think Jim has. I've never hunted. I've hunted Alaska. Is I've only hunted the United States, mm. but uh, I'd like to hunt New, uh, Mexico, Mexico from big mule deer. Yeah, mm. Mexico and Canada for me. I I don't know. I'm not uh, like we were talking about some of those trophy species out of out of the country. For me, like I like like uh, to me, it's not about the uh, you know animal if it's easy. I want to kind of mm. build a, like I feel like elk and mule deer you got to earn it. You know unless you don't draw a great tag or whatever. So still I got to earn those. Still got to earn yeah, them. Yeah. But so I, I kind of like uh, you know I I'm, I'm more I like hunting for the challenge. So I don't I'm not really I don't get excited about oh I'm going to go over to this country and shoot something that somebody just takes me to. I'm not saying I would pass it up at all, but mm-hmm. it doesn't make me you know I want to you know I like the challenge of hunting. I think that's why I like you know certain species that we can hunt regularly in the United States, you know, like elk and mule deer. Mm. It's challenging, you know? Yeah. It's less reward. Like the couple of guided hunts that were successful I've been on are the least rewarding. Mm. Yeah. Because I didn't do anything. I just followed this dude around and he said, there it is. Well, it's like, it's, it's the memory thing. You don't remember mm. the trip to Disneyland. Yeah. No. You remember the hard shit. Yeah. Like, yeah like, type you know, two fun. You remember type two fun. Those are normally your favorite hunts. Yep. The ones that suck the most, right? But yeah, I don't Mexico. know why, but almost every hunt I go on with Ryan tends to suck. 
Oh, we may get shit done, but it sucks. Every time I go with this guy, it absolutely (laughs) sucks too. And usually I'm like looking 20, 50, 100 yards behind him and he's like, what's up, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) Unhook the trailer. (laughs) Unhook it. Oh yeah. Jim's a freak show. Yeah. But yeah, he, I think that's, I don't know when I, we've talked about this before when I'm on my deathbed, that's the stuff I'm going to remember. I'm not going to remember the easy stuff that somebody just walked me up to and said, there it is. And I'm not knocking that if that's your way or you have the, it's not even a money thing because I, I I could go outfitted every year. We could, I think everybody could here if we choose not to, because it is, I don't know the way I grew up is you got to put some effort into it. No. Cause that's, I have two, two deer and two elk that man, every time I look at them, those memories, those memories come flooding back. And I was like, Oh man, I remember how bad that sucked, but I remember how awesome it is. Yep. It's kind of oxymoron. Yeah. Hmm. I don't yeah. want to do that again. And then the next day, I can't wait to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, it's a phone calls. I've had the phone call with Jim. You've had the phone call with me. I tell you, a lot of people quit hunting with me and Jim because we'll do stupid shit. There's a phone call. He's sitting in the trailhead, and I said, I think I'm going to shoot this elk. Fuck. <laughs> nine, mi- nine and a half nine miles. Nine and a half miles in. And then, then he calls it, yep, I shot that elk. <laughs> How are we getting it Fuck. out? <laughs> Uphill, you gotta pack it out. Yeah. I'll walk back in tomorrow. See yeah. you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me it. and Jim had that experience in uh, another particular unit. We had to cross the river. Oh, yeah. He lost He lost his boots when I tell you he's fucking. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I went under dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Jim was dead. <laughs> I, I had an elk on my back and I... <laughs> Luckily, I was able to not roll. <laughs> oh, He's man. Like, it was like, your boots or your, what'd you lose? Though? My boots were around my neck. You lost your uh, GPS. Yeah. You're like, fuck, I just got it. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Jim have some epic shit shows because yeah. we're both dumb enough to follow each other. I think that was one o'clock <laughs> in the morning crossing the river. Huh? <laughs> I remember we, one time we woke up, we're getting way off topic. We wake up, we hike in in the dark and we put our camp up and we wake up and we're standing by all these hollowed out dead trees. Like half of them are gone. And we set up camp there. Like easily could have It's all windy and a storm coming in. A storm coming through and none of these trees had bases. They were like, <laughs> they were like, you could push them almost and push them over. And we slept there. Yeah. The Pro- shit probably not a good idea. Nope. No. Nope. At least you lived. <laughs> good stuff though. This shit you remember. That was one of the worst hunts I've ever been on, but it was awesome. Yeah. We we seen some big bulls the day before, but then the yep. fog rolled in and storm rolled. Yeah, some people fucked us on them. Oh, those yeah. guys walked right right through the elk and blew yep. them out. <laughs> so why do they have uh, one of the questions? Why do they have zones and units? Why are zones big, units small? And so Idaho, they have regions, mm-hmm. and for elk, and they have zones or units for deer, mm-hmm. and they actually do have units for elk. Depends on mm-hmm. if you're out state or you're out of state or you're in stater and i think it's just to to uh protect that I'm, i may get this backwards but basically they have units and zones actually to put people in certain areas at certain times mm-hmm. and to protect certain animals or, or ba- animals basically are, conservation yeah or animals that are over objective they can put more people into there and idaho just recently changed like two or three years ago on out of staters had to pick a unit mm-hmm. yeah to where if me or anybody in this room gets a tag we can hunt a general a season region. we can hunt any open unit for deer okay. in we that have, region yeah well deer no we can elk is elk, a region elk's region elk we deer. have to pick a region even as residents but as not as residents we any deer tag we get we can hunt any general unit mm-hmm. mm. yep so, so basically conservation yeah you maintain animals whether you need more quota less quota mm-hmm. uh, yeah and in particular they're usually uh you know kind of you know they might have, they might have different winter ranges but they're kind of a you know the same elk herd overall they I mean they intermingle a lot of times mm-hmm. so they you know like you have a you know, one zone will be a particular mountain range and it might have a unit on 
either side of that range and so, so they can you know that's that kind of a managing area and mm-hmm. rather than stick all the hunters in one spot they can have they it gives you a little bit more elbow room then they recently also did it uh this was a recent rule right where if you apply for a controlled hunt in idaho for elk for example you cannot buy an over-the-counter the same day everybody else can you got to wait five days mm-hmm. cap tag that's a new rule yeah. right that was a couple of years ago yep okay yeah you can't put in for a cap tag yeah and then the specific like the the sawtooth is like a special day too it's that's like the, the cap tags mm-hmm. sawtooth selway all the There's cap tags cap are a tags, different day you know? yeah they're There's all capped and that's oh. the one if you put in for a controlled you can't you can't buy a cap tag for five days mm. and they're hard to get they go quickly yeah they go very quickly especially yeah. since since covid everything's changed on yep idaho tags and and there's this is another debate we're talking about points and random i don't want the cap tags to go away i want it to be you got to fight for a little bit first come first serve i don't want that to become a controlled hunt because if you make that a controlled hunt the the lazy people can just do it when they want and put in for it and i want to have have a little fight for i got to get my lovely wife went down to north 40 at six in the fucking morning and sat at the front door because i had a dentist appointment sat there for three fucking hours and fucking was first in line. I want yes. that to be part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. Earn I, it. Yeah. I, I 100% agree. If we can put a little, if we have more skin in the game, then we have a better chance of getting it. You know, if mm-hmm. we're going to willing, point. I've been willing to drive to a freaking podunk town that I know nobody was going to put in, you know, in a total different zone. Mm-hmm. So I know nobody's going to put in for the zone I wanted to be the first in line to get a tag, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. for my kids. Mm-hmm. Same with the non residents. I talked to people hate the system, and it is a little weird how Idaho just runs everything on the first. And it's a random when you log in, you may be first or you may be 75,000 in line in the queue. Mm-hmm. But there's guys that are driving. I know a dude that drove all the way from fucking South Dakota because you're faster if you're actually at a freaking... you're in the state. In mm-hmm. the state. At so, a fishing game. At a fishing game. Yeah. Not necessarily at a fishing game, anybody that sells tags. Mm. But th- So that dude had skin in the game. And you know what? He said, I would. I want it to stay the same because I, if, if I do my part, I'm getting my tag. Yeah. Yep. So I... I like that. I do like that. Yeah. I know a lot of non-residents in fucking Pennsylvania don't like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there there is skin in the game... Think yeah, if you want it bad it. enough, you can make it happen. I know if I was if I was dead set on Idaho and I was freaking in North Dakota or South Dakota, I'd drive my ass over here and freaking make sure I got a tag. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I talked to four or five people that drove over from some distance, and they're like, no, no, keep it the same. Keep it the same. Dude, I'd fly if I was in Pennsylvania. I'd fly over here, make sure I got it. I'm sure there's somebody that did. Well, did we cover all the topics? You got any more? No, that was pretty good. Yeah. Well, we didn't talk about all the states. We, we covered go, Idaho, Montana, yeah. Wyoming. So Montana was preference points, bonus points. New Mexico is a lottery. Random. Random. You can put in there every fucking year. And then 25% of Wyoming is random. You can put in there every year. Isn't part of Colorado random, too? Uh, or is it no, all? No, it's all draw. But, you know, there's a lot of areas that, you know. You can get you over can the get, counter. You can get pretty much over the counter. You can get, well, you can get some elk tags over the counter. And then some of the deer tags, you know, you can get them with no points. You just got to take that lesser weapon yes. or lesser area, you know, maybe has some downside to it. That's the thing. You nailed it. If you put in a little due diligence, there's plenty of websites. If you want to hunt, you can hunt. You can fucking hunt. Yeah. You just may have not a good exactly what you want. But if you want to hunt a Western state, you do a little research, you can find a tag. Yeah. You don't get to use your 6UM. You might have to use something else. Well, that's the thing is this is another <laughs> bitch. 
I'll be able to use mine because I live in a state. If you are that down, and I fucking hate saying this because it's already a clusterfuck, move to a western state. No. Not California. <laughs> not California. That's not a western state. Not Washington. That's a shithole. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, they, those are, that is the most Those western. are people republics. Yeah. A mountain western state. Uh-huh. Those are republics, you know, controlled republics like China. Yeah. Washington, California, Oregon, the People's Republic. Is Oregon as bad as the other two? They're all bad? Yeah. The Oregon, whole coast. Oregon has a bunch of dumb laws. Stay away from the coast. Yeah. Stay out of Idaho. Actually, I'd probably go to Colorado. Idaho sucks. You don't want to live here. Colorado's already fucking a barren wasteland now, so just go there. Hmm. <laughs> or Utah. Yeah. It would be nice if <laughs> yeah. that part of Oregon seceded so we could get the good part no, the, that they were looking the for. The good right? part would be if we just invaded Canada. True. Yeah. yeah. Man, I, I was up in Canada buying a vehicle. Well, back in, man, it's a beautiful, awesome state country. What were you doing buying a vehicle in Canada? I'm a cheapskate. I got a good deal. And then I got screwed really? over on it. <laughs> I'll tell you that story a later. Cheapskate uh-huh. that got a good deal, but I got screwed over on it. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but, anyways, you know, freaking some awesome hunting. Yeah. But that's one st- country that I would like to hunt mm-hmm. for sure. You know, for mule deer and elk. And, but it, it, it's, it's just sad that the way that, you know, the way they are run as a country is so liberal and so. You know that you know, and when we got we got to go into a couple of big cities. I got it actually out of uh, Edmonton, and man, it was just like nasty. It's weird. It's the immigration laws are super lax, so you have all these and nothing against you know. It's not against the people. It's just that the way they have that country. You already fucked that up. Yeah, they have yeah. no money. Everybody's broke. It's because you know, uh, you know, they basically everybody has to live off the government, and you got these these areas that are just. You know, they, they segregate themselves into nationalities. It was weird. Like, you got... Little enclaves. It was like all... You go into... A, you're basically, you're in a city of one nationality, and then you move over to a different part, another nationality. It's like Chinatown and, and shit poor. like that. You know, it's because they I, all yeah. come over here, and they... This, the, that's why I bought the truck over there, because, you know, the U.S. dollars were so much more than the Canadian dollar. And their stuff's more expensive over there. You know? Like, yeah. they just don't have... You know, hmm. well, actually, I take that back. Like the vehicles are actually cheaper, yeah. but but a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of the, you know the food and everything is, like, yeah. man, how these people, you know. I think we should truck those illegal aliens running across the border. We should just truck them right into Canada, hmm. drop them off sanctuary country. But yeah, let's take them to Joe Biden's house. Yeah, but a beautiful country. He'll beat them up like he did pop pop, or no corn pop, corn pop, corn pop. Yeah, we need to. So everybody go watch Canadian Bacon, the movie. Yeah, we need to invade Canada. Where is this going right now? Resources and hunting. <laughs> Luke, get us a name for some free rings, please. We give some scope rings away. Every I'm every in podcast. all the grinds. So if I yeah. win, does that? Well, it's, it's does YouTube. That help me? This is from this is from YouTube <laughs> subscribers only. So they go Are into you, the subscriber oh, list. Oh, of course I'm there. YouTube you subscribers. I'm the number one Drew. UM hunter. You know, hey, when, the we, number one when we start when, when the rock stock drops, mm-hmm. maybe we'll switch this to rock stocks. That's a big. That's a big give. Uh, well, maybe once a month. Let's say once every four yep. weeks. I think we need rock to start stock. doing a Q and A and giveaway one live. A live Q and A about gotta, gotta the rock be, stock? No, about questions and answers. But we get, they've got to be on the live to get the, the, yeah. the stock. Oh well, here. let's just fucking schedule that shit then. When are we gonna do it? I said like every fourth Thursday. Are we set up to do this live shit? Well, we got the internet power for. It. We can get it done. Well, now we'll be good. Do we have we have the infrastructure in place? We do. We got a winner. Why don't we plan it for? Uh, we'll plan it for sometime in January then. So 
Hey, we got to focus. We're going to schedule a live <laughs> Q&A session. <laughs> you were telling me to focus. Live like Q&A session sometime in January. Yep. And then we'll give away a rock stock for a live listener. Yep. Cool. That'll work. Yeah. All right. We got Jonathan Bodner. Say it. Jonathan Bodner. Bodner. Jonathan Bodner. You are the lucky winner of a set of UM rings, whether it be the new premiere or the Tika rings. And we're working on uh, another set of rings called the core rings. So one of those three rings, uh, email marketing at shoot.com to claim your prize. What else going on? Rock stock update. <laughs> I, this seems like a Why are you fucking, fucking laughing about it's the like rock stock update? Fucking record. Like, this I'm is like just trying to keep podcast. people updated. Have you guys heard about the rock stock? I fucking oh, hope yeah. so. Jim? No. It's internationally known. Jim hasn't. Fuck, I've Jim. seen it. I've awesome. held, held the prototype. I didn't get my head back in the game. <laughs> he don't count. He don't count. <laughs> so we're on the third. Here's the thing. We're on the third print. Yes, it's changed. We thought it would change. It's only getting better. And definitely getting better. Yep. But we think the final print is arriving in Forms hands today. Today. Today, this afternoon. The 21st and if, of December. And I can say it right now because if if because you won't hear this before then, but <laughs> if if he says yes, the pre-sale starts tomorrow. Yes. If he says yes, and he is the final form approver. And he is a pain in the ass with oh my it. God. So if it's He's good for him, it'll be good for fuck. everybody. He is a good lord don't even get me started yes we love him yeah we love you for him so if it gets approved so pre-sale tomorrow uh would be december 22nd and we just we expect to deliver all pre-sale stocks inside of 90 days whether it be 500 a thousand whatever we stop it at but it will be popular it will be so get your order in quick and if you want to be in the first 100 for the special colors you better be real quick yeah although this will already be gone by the time this comes out i did just post a picture of the new archipic rail uh, on Instagram yesterday, and it uh, that was cool. It's pretty freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. It's it's nice to have Salmon River Solutions here in house, being able to design and manufacture rails on the spot, and say, you know what, I can have you 500 rails inside of a week, and mm-hmm. we get shit done. So that's why we did this post today on the 21st that says uh, it's a team effort because there's fucking it was a team effort from all of those different people to get this done. Yeah, yes. in, in a very short amount of time, I think. Research, development, prototyping, testing, right to production. Right time, right place, right people. Anything else from you guys, Jim? Yeah. Drew? No, thank you for having me on. Yeah. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Drew. What do we got up here? Oh, there's the post there. So it is a fucking team effort, dude. Shoot the So that's the Rockstock logo. Did I tell you that I have fucking uh, Velcro patches that are on their way? (laughs) I had them made in fucking wherever they make that shit. Of? Of the Rockstock logo. So in your in your stock box, yes. as long as they show up in time, I ordered a thousand of them. I ordered if I ordered a thousand, I paid nine hundred bucks for them. So there'll be a Velcro rock stock patch about control. this big, and you'll get it in your stock box as soon as they show up. Anyway, for the first thousand only. Jake's all about the swag. Oh yeah, I like swag, man. So yeah, so shoot to hunt. Obviously, it's a shoot to hunt product, and that was a culmination of rock slide, unknown munitions, and stockies. Of course, has been. A phenomenal partner to work with. Jessica has, uh, other than the one time she just fucked with me and almost drove me to drinking again, uh, has been awesome to work with. And, of course, Salmon River Solutions, in-house designing and producing rails on the spot. Couldn't do it without them. And then, what, Luke, what are you trying to write here, man? You're like a, if you want to review like the, a crackhead. If you it, want to review the Rockstock and have a following, reach out to us. Yeah, if you... Uh, 
if you are a, a, a shooter that knows stock performance, things like that, and uh, you want to try out the rock stock, reach out to us. I mean, a shooter, not somebody that does unboxing videos. Yeah, and this is not. Yeah, because those people are all gay. And you have to have some type of proof, right? <laughs> yeah, like like let me look at your Instagram account and see what you do on a regular basis, or have a website, or be yeah. a builder, be a gun builder that knows what the fuck they're doing that we know. Yeah, you have like to have some fundamentals and actual process. Yeah. And not there's so many fake ass fucking influencers out there. We'd also like to get a few stocks into the Hunt Expo. We tried to get us a booth, but we couldn't. So if you are going to have a booth at the Hunt Expo and you're interested in building a rifle on the rock stock, I don't care if it's for a giveaway for your booth or whatever, please reach out to marketing at shoot2hunt.com and we will take care of you. That's it. That's it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs>